Don't remind me how to fucking open. Ooh. But thank you for the uh, spoiler one. I did need that. Just, just your baby. No one's gonna see when Alberto dies. Alberto's just a big sissy. Uh. Hello and welcome to the Emotive Pixels podcast. This week, our episode is about Device 6, which is an iOS game. And I am your host, Nate Stevens. And with me here this week is me. And also to my left, Alberto de Gen Esteban Santana Santana. Will Atkinson. And Brian Pachuki. Also be warned that all these episodes are extremely spoiler heavy. So to kind of dive into things right off the top, Device 6 is an iOS game that's heavily inspired by 60s spy movies and interactive text and fiction and ergotic literature, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But to begin, I wanted to ask the question, if you were to name a spy organization after one article of clothing or fashion paraphernalia, what would it be? Alberto, I'd like to start with you. I'm a little bit torn between two. Uh, the first one's more funny in terms of what it is. The other one is just it would be hilarious to hear someone say that. First one is earwig. What it's earwig is not a fashion article, is it? Well, it's not fashionable, but it's a thing. Yeah. What, you, what is an earwig? It's what special yeah. agents use to communicate, and you talk to them. oh earwigs. Or a sorry, bug. Secret Service. It is that's also a bug. Yes. Yeah. Weird. Anyway. Okay. That's one. Like the yeah, no, coily I, thing yeah. that goes in your ear? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. So that's one. The other one, though, that would just be hilarious is uh, Thong. <laughs> thong. <laughs> thong? Thong the spy. Alberto, I, work, I, work I am not working in your spy organization. <laughs> I work for Thong. That's even worse than ISIS. <gasps> I mean, yes. I like wow. it. I'm, right. I'm liking Thong. Esteban, what about you? See, I'm not nearly as imaginative, apparently, but I was... <laughs> or perverted. Or perverted, as the case may be. Or just bad at naming organizations. Uh, I was going to go for Parka. Oh, that's, that's hilarious. Mm, interesting. <laughs> How about you, Will? Monocle. Oh, that's, my God. That's a Thank good you. one. It's a very good one. How about you, Brian? Flipper. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> All right. I think we have a winner. Mine was uh, definitely denture. Denture. Yep. Singular. Okay. <laughs> okay. Top or bottom? <laughs> Your choice. <laughs> so I guess to begin with, it'd be excellent to summarize the plot. And fortunately for all of us today, we have uh, either Esteban or Will. Dealer's choice. <laughs> Dealer's <laughs> choice. So there's really not much here in terms of actual storyline. We have, we have a protagonist. Yeah. Her name is Anna. Uh, she wakes up in somewhere, and we know that there's uh, some... I don't know if I want to call it, like, paranormal or some sort of devices that alter the psyche or the this person's perception. And through these devices, then you need to solve some puzzles. This ends up being a kind of escape room-oriented game. Yes. And the kind of interludes between levels are these it's like a questionnaire questionnaires i don't think they actually matter at all i don't think so no. either i also don't no. think that they are sent. actually sent oh that's a bummer it would be interesting for example there's one that's like how would you rate this game one to five hearts and then it's like the next question is how touch heart- five hearts yeah like how many hearts <laughs> do you <laughs> see right? this optical illusion there are four yeah. hearts there i think there, it, it, it definitely seemed like it was just it's getting a little meta. Just jokey uh, uh, inside. Yeah. You know, like it wasn't like yeah. really I, things that they were sent. You and know. they kept giving you 100 points. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. Yeah. Always 100 yes. points. Yeah. Classic Swedish sense of humor right there. Yes. I really like the question oh, yeah. about that they showed different insects. Yeah, that was yeah, interesting. They did, yeah. Was Which like, one wow. represents technological progress? Yeah. Ants. We picked ants, yeah. 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 <laughs> 
classic that, us. That seemed like a very Nate question to me. Did anybody else get that? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's neat. That's neat. I love ants. I really like that questionnaire. Period. Just the fact that you were forced to pick between two insects that didn't have anything to do with the question or the game or anything yeah. was pretty dope. So, at, toward the end of the game, you run into at least one other agent who's supposed to be like what is he the receptionist or something he is the escort so at that point you go and anna discovers the main technology behind device six i believe Mm -hmm. that's correct it is a six and it's all like her discovering that you exist you the player exist Mm -hmm. and then the escort coming back and kills her at the end yeah sure does Right does as she that, thinks she's going to escape. Does that depend on your answer to the question, though? You'd think so, and it's set up very much to uh, let you believe that. It does not. We went back and played it. You cannot yep. choose any other path. You can't. This is not a branching path narrative. Okay. So mm. you, The only option is to shut down device six. Yep. We pressed right. the button as much as we could, and there's no other way. No, 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 no. And, and you still shut down device six, but the question at the end of whether you agree or not on... Um, oh, same th- same result at the end. Same okay. result. did that, too. Yep. Okay. So you... Oh, yeah. I did not agree with the whatever it we was. We did the same first. Okay. Did, did anyone choose to not shut it down first? I think I tried. tried to get it, through it. It just, you just... Doesn't. It just goes boop, boop. Yeah. It, it hurts so much. Yeah, that's right. It cycles through the messages where she's, I can't, I can't, there's searing pain, I can't do it, and then this is a couple, like, four or five messages, and then you eventually just go and turn it off, right? Yeah. Yep. So there's a couple things that are really cool about this game. This game is basically an interactive text fiction. Um, mm-hmm. You, the game operates, its main mechanic is you sliding around the screen, and you are basically reading. There's yeah, text the, the- that you move around, and it the text itself is is laid out in a way that that it tells a story and it also tells what the setting is there's a text that branches out to the side or that you have to turn the device around to read and it it actually creates an environment without right it's like when you go off to the right or the left you can slide to the right or the left and text goes off in either direction Mm -hmm. and you can you know you hear the sounds of footfalls as you slide across the screen and it's telling you about you're walking down the hallway yeah there's a a great paragraph i really liked where it mentions you see a bar it's and it's a full block of text and right about a third of the way through it says anna looked to the right and she saw a bar and then there's an orange line coming from the bottom of the word the bar that goes over and down and off the screen to the right and you finish the block of text and at the bottom of the block of text the last line continues off to the right and it's that line where she starts walking towards the bar so it's these yep. little these little hints in the text give you an idea of what's going on in the story and they reinforce it in more than just a way that words work yeah it, it really paints the picture of where you are and what you're doing and, and what the setting is exactly there, and it's there's also one where you go into the lighthouse there's an elevator and the actual text yes. goes down as right. you keep reading it it goes down with bars on either side yeah. to reinforce the idea that you're going down the elevator I think there's the one where her really thoughts like... are spiraling yes and as you slide the screen up the whole thing rotates around that was so you my favorite the text in the front it's gorgeous my favorite it's very cool and it's to me it's very obviously a nod towards what is referred to as ergodic literature which is the idea of writing typically in long form fiction that requires more effort than normal writing does one of my favorite examples of this and one of the things that got me into reading again as an adult was Mark Z. Danielewski's novel House of Leaves which was released in 2000 and it is a big old book it's 700 and something pages and it's very post postmodern and it is about a man named Truant who is a tattoo artist in Los Angeles who a buddy of his says hey check this out and is a housemate of his 
passed away and he goes into this old man's house that they'd kind of seen as a curiosity and he finds the Navidson record which is a documentary film about a family who's flying home from Seattle back to their house I think somewhere on the east coast I don't quite remember and they discover a door that didn't used to be there in their house and beyond this door is a hallway that leads from the doorway to one of the daughter's rooms and as Navidson the man in the documentary begins to explore this hallway he finds that it's growing over time it's getting inches and inches longer and it's speeding up over time and he finds out the external dimensions of his house aren't changing at all this hallway is getting longer wow so the story is told in fragmented pieces there's tons of footnotes there's tons of letters that are told all throughout the thing and they're all like clippings that are just very clear newspaper prints just look like they were photocopied right on the page of the novel there's different font styles and texts for different characters and as you get further into the novel the, the novel becomes a horror novel and it in my it was the only time that i've ever been horrified and terrified by a book <laughs> because this concept of ergodic literature much like in device six sets up the idea that you're more involved with the story than you would be if you were just reading text so when he's talking about going down the hallway at one point he's crawling on his hands and knees because the hallway is getting smaller and you flip the page and on the next page the font starts out huge and it gets smaller as the page goes across and it's talking about him beginning to feel claustrophobic mm -hmm. there's other examples where he's i mean there's definitely the spiral staircase where the text is spiraled there's entire blocks of passage that are backwards and you have to hold up to a mirror in order to read yes there's all these things that require you to be more involved in the novel i found it very immersive and it re especially in a horror novel it really makes you feel way more involved in text than you normally would did you feel like that device six was a horror story a little bit at times it f yeah yes because it was doing that creepy thing with the dolls god damn that's I felt that, like that was why i said i'm so happy they did not have headphones on because yeah, when bears, when definitely. you clicked on the um the doll and like that scream that I've heard a lot of shit. shit a that bit. kind of yeah. shit would have just terrified the hell out of me with headphones on. It I felt, felt like, like it was whole, just a jump scare, but it felt like this whole this whole thing was creepy, but it didn't really feel scary creepy. to me. Right. I think you're right, though, Will. Fair. It's not as much horror as it is creepy. There were a few moments where it strayed into the creepy, and I don't know if I don't feel like it was horror because I didn't think the writing was good enough. Actually, there was stuff like the dolls when you or the mannequins. The like, mannequins I was just going to say yes, the room room. of wax mannequins, like just that's. There's a lot of stuff that the, just kind of... The sheep was disturbing. That too. I thought the bears were bothersome. There's a lot of stuff that just kind of puts you on edge, but nothing yes. really felt scary to me. Do you I don't think, think that's just because it wasn't well written? No, no, no. I, I just don't just think... written to be? I just don't think scary was the point. I think it was supposed to keep you on edge and make you feel that sort of uneasiness with the storyline or with the setting. Hmm. But I don't think scaring you was the point that, that's fine i just wouldn't call this a horror game then. right okay mm. i suppose i'd fine. call it a mystery game more than a, I, a I horror. Think, thriller i think i'm like both of those thriller i can kind of accept yeah i think that one of my favorite puzzles in honesty was the one where you get the mask that puts the screen red that I, is very I cool that was really ingenious i was really sad that it wasn't used yes yeah me too. yes i was like oh each chapter is going to have its own shtick where there's or, something like this or, or like you just get, this one will stick around yeah like you get to like keep the things that like you you yeah. found and like use them to like but in no I conjunction. think that felt nice, particular because comparing it to this book you were talking about, what was the name of the book again? The House of, House Leaves. of Leaves. Comparing it to that, the this, mask was something you probably could not have done, yes, at least yes, couldn't exactly. have done very well in the book, right? The, that, exactly. I was looking, throughout this experience, coming into it with the experience of this <gasps> book in particular, I was looking for something that would make this experience better than just reading the book. And that 
mask was I was like, oh, this is great. This is something that the book could never have done. I wonder what they're going to do in the next chapter. And there wasn't anything and there wasn't else anything. like that. So another thing that I thought of when I was playing this game was this type of presentation where you use text exclusively and you that. use the typography and the animation of just the text to, to convey your, your point. Yes. And that was the exact same feeling that I got uh, while I was playing Device 6, is that I was watching through this really well-made presentation of this story with some interactive elements to it. Yeah, absolutely. On the internet, there was, it's kind of at the dawn of the internet, and at that time, there was a lot of dreams that authors had about the future of text, the future of the written word. Right. And it feels like Samogo here was really looking at some of those things and kind of trying to make some of them reality, or kind of looking at the written word and thinking, what more can we do with this? And I think that this, one of the things about this game that's so cool is this is definitely a push in that direction to elevate the written word into something that's slightly more interactive, but still definitely retains the feel and the advantages of the written word. And I feel like it, in that sense, it definitely conveyed the right emotions and it helped move and improve the text. Right. It elevated the text to something that could not have easily been done on just a page or a reading experience. Definitely. I'm struggling with how to form this, I, this thought. It's been stuck in my mind since I've played the game in that they do a lot of interesting things with what I would call the interface of the book, the book, mm -hmm. the game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. But at the same time, there are a lot of problems with the interface, which caused me to have way more trouble with the puzzles than I probably should have. Like what? Like what? It took me three days to get past the goddamn bearer. <laughs> oh, really? Really? Uh, so let him explain why. Uh, I, I can't remember what the first one was, but what? one of the bears says, Mama Bear's password is this. Is 069, right. yeah. Which ends up being Papa Bears. Papa Bears, Papa bears right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then. I really love this. And then so you go back and you get another hint, and then the next hint is like try it, or it was upside down, or it was red yes, upside down, yes. right? And so you go and you try those two upside down. And so I was like, oh, that's it. And so I wasn't writing this stuff down. So later when I was like, oh, it's just the other one, the other one backward, right? And so I wrote it down, and so I had the two wrong passwords for these two people, and I tried dozens of combinations to try and figure out what the hell the baby bear's password is uh -huh. i got to the point where i went back to it and i was like trying to dig really deep into it and and i'm like okay so this is the voice is this the voice of baby or is this the voice of papa <laughs> when the voice says you is it talking about the one of the other bears is it talking about me as a third person when i am supposed to subtract am i doing all kinds of stuff if if i would have been able to go into the interface and see what i had successfully put in yeah. for the other two bears or at least try again and get the the pass fail for those again those would things would have taken hours off of my gameplay yes a lot of it's on me for not writing the damn thing down in the first place and it, it took me three tries to get to the point where i did you was do, smart enough to write it down did you do but, all the puzzles without writing anything down that was gonna be my question I I have pages and pages of notes. When I originally picked this game up, I got to that first puzzle and was like, oh, that's too much work. I, I give up. So when I, <laughs> when I got to it this time, I was like, okay, I'm actually playing this game. I had all the notes and I felt really good because I got to the first answer. I figured it out. I put it in. It sent me off to this other machine and I just stared at the letters this other machine was point, putting out and I was like, what the <laughs> fuck am I doing now? <laughs> in retrospect, I should have read them aloud. I actually just looked at the second letter, and the second letter was L's and R's, and used those to get through. But 
Yeah, but I didn't even Nelson get there with until a I didn't yeah. even get there till the second time I went through because I was looking at there like, what am I supposed to do with these? And it wasn't until I quit the game out, came back the second day mm-hmm. that I walked by the door with the left and the right. I was like, oh, what? I'm supposed to put something in here. Oh, really? Oh, right. Wow. wow. Because okay. it leads you off into this this other spot. And yeah, the, the exit is in the middle. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. So. But the X is in the middle like because you're supposed game, to go like through it yeah. and notice that there's just something there. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Like a true, that's a true thing. The the other one, the other puzzle that I spent uh, again hours on that I should not have. In retrospect, it lo- it was so easy. But the note that I read, the hint that I read in the puzzle, made me try go the completely wrong direction. There's Which a one, a, the one chapter three with. Uh, chapter the three. What? It says, "Oh yes." Um, the second part of the hint is covered by the rose, right? Yeah. Yes. And well, so I went back to it mm-hmm. and I looked at this hint. And there's four words on the hint, and only the right. Or, sorry, there's right, eight words yeah. on the hint, and yeah. only the right four words are covered. Yeah. So I'm like looking at the hint on the bottom and trying to figure out how to transpose those words into the other hint, and just spent like, is it supposed to go north, north, or is it like an is before, before is yeah. is after under, yeah. and then I was like, yeah. what? So what the, is this the full? Yeah, before the four hint is before south, the hours south, after, after the, the minutes, minutes east. east. Yeah. And then the half that's covered makes it so that you read before hours after minutes. Right. Yeah. And so I'm like, is am I supposed to put the, is it supposed to be before the hours, after, before, and then it just none of it made sense. If I had just come across those two notes and read them, they were completely obvious and I was like, "Oh, come on." Yeah. That that one I felt just dumb trying to feel <laughs> the, one, the answers. The one that I felt really dumb with yes. and was one of the last ones. Yes. It was the uh, um, the map with uh, A B C D E F. Oh, nice! And like yes. what I started doing was had, when I looked at them, I was I was trying to make. We drew a diagram of all the points connected all at once. Yeah, and it looks exactly like four seven. Yeah, and so we were like, oh, "Why yeah, isn't four yeah. seven working? Why?" Is it? And then like we we're every now and then like we we're, we're like going oh, we on and like looking separately. online to see if we could try to if we like had been spending an hour or something we couldn't get it. IGN's and guide was very helpful. It like walks you through the logic, but on a per page basis. So yeah. it's like a bunch of line breaks and then like, another tiny hint. And like it almost so they gives give you, you an, a, can uh, serve up a fresh ad for every kind of like you and like the way they structure ad block. The way they structure it, it's like they kind of give you a chance to still try to figure it out before they actually just tell you what to do right. which is really nice so when they were doing it nate was almost getting to the point of figuring out because it was basically we saying, were just got once the you get this you out, really yeah. should get it but if you can't yeah, that was really keep going down <laughs> and so he was about to read the answer and i go wait stop 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 i got it <laughs> so yeah seven one so four one yeah i felt so stupid i, I do want to ask this question because yeah. i was extremely stubborn and refused to look for hints yeah how how much hint work did you have? I needed help with the first two, and then I figured out what the game was yeah, trying like to how tell it was me. Working. Yes, yeah. I, uh, and then after that, I did it by myself. We used it twice. I don't remember which puzzles, but I thought uh, for me, I'm never I'm unstubborn as hell with looking up answers. So yeah. I always find it's more helpful to play with another person because it lengthens my patience gotcha. and doubles my brain power. Yeah, for me, the first one was the one where I. I was like, uh, I'm confused about this stuff. So once I actually did need help with the first one, and then afterwards I'm like, oh, okay, this is kind of how right. they're exactly. Because like, yeah, you're looking for numbers me. or something. Mm-hmm. And oh, I the like the pick, the pick, the five in the pictures. That was really cool. Yes, yeah. that, that was, was cool, yeah. that was trippy. But like, I didn't really understand what I was supposed to do at the beginning, and then after I'm like, 
oh, so this is how this stuff was meant to work. And mm-hmm. like, like Will was saying with like the door. Oh, so it's taking the L's and R. Oh, okay. So then once L and R E L L E. Yeah. Once I'm like, oh, okay. So this is what they're doing. Then the other ones became right, absolutely easier. Yeah, just trying to get through or trying to get into the right mindset that the game wants you to be in in order to solve its puzzles mm-hmm. is, is yep. a little yeah. challenging the first time around. Do we think that the earlier puzzles were harder than the later puzzles? Does it? Would everybody agree with that? Or uh, um, no, they are not harder. But if you're not in the right mindset, then they are. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I agree. I would so. agree with that. Hmm. But I like, which kind of makes the answer yes. I'm, well, I, mean, I don't know because I, I remember like one. I think it was chapter four, the one where like at the end you have the three different puzzles on the same board that you need to solve. And I remember when I got to that, I was like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna need paper for this." Yeah, and that I immediately one was, grabbed. That, I think like, that was the most complicated. Oh yeah, yeah that was yeah that, that one was, was an intricate really one. I, I, I had to go back and forth for the for the picture one where you had the three oh, yeah. pictures and had to combine them like How the frowny goofy. face and the yeah the dog, the moon, and the the face of the dog. The yeah, moon and the smile of the stranger. Yeah, that was kind of cool. It was really cool, but it was I also was had to go like, back and forth. Yeah. How goofy did you feel when you were like at the puzzle of any of the levels, and then you needed to go back to an area where there was a hint, and you were just like pawing across the screen, <laughs> oh, scrolling through all this text, oh, every goodness, yeah. just scrolling yeah. through the screen, turning so, the phone, and scrolling yeah, through the screen, turning the phone. It's, it's a me- it's a meta moment though, right? Yeah. It's yeah. kind of annoying and silly, but when you hear the footfalls in the background, it reminds you that you're basically traversing a world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which made it less annoying and kind of brought me back to okay yeah it's annoying but it's i'm appreciative that this is how it works because it's very like it's kind of cool it is but it gets it gets old still yes i mean it's cool like the first time when you're going back but then i'm like okay well i forgot this and i have to go back and and doing it after a couple times i think it's really great uh, that there's only one puzzle per chapter I'm uh, sort of, uh, kind of, uh, most like for one the, master puzzle. Yes, yeah. Yes. Like if there had been more per chapter, I think going back would have gotten really old because you have yeah. like a, you, know, you have like the sort of the structure of the level set out in your mind. Yeah. G- going back a step, I kind of feel like it's a, a failure of the game. If you're telling me that these puzzles did not get easier, that they all stayed the same, I feel like that's a failure of the game because they started the game going out of their way to subvert expectations, and if they didn't keep that up and continue to subvert expectations. I feel like they they weren't pulling. I think their they part of the subvert what expectation? Like if you can if you can understand what the game is, I feel like it didn't do what it was trying to do. I think there's two competing things here. There's the the fact that they wanted to tell a story. And also the fact that they didn't just want to tell the story, they wanted there to be some game elements to it. So they introduced the puzzles, which I did not feel that they were bolted on. I feel like they were they, they were, were core. part of Yeah, they were part of the core, so they were there from pretty early in the process. But th- I still believe that they are two distinct parts to this experience. I guess like I there was more they they pushed the the story parts more. You're reading text and you walk up to a like when you meet the guy and then you like punch him in the face and then all of a sudden the whole screen goes black and they're yep. like uh was now the, we've got the a guys got down it, 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 the player just slapped him yeah, yeah. I, 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 like the way they were pushing the story the story that way i think was really interesting but then they didn't push the puzzles in the same way that they were pushing the story out of the, right they, they didn't the norm they didn't keep getting harder they were just slightly different i don't think this game set out to subvert anything i think it's set to add on to the idea of text Dude, what, what? and 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 will just threw up his arms in in amazement at your comment 
What did you think it was trying to subvert? Or what did you think I thought it was trying to subvert? The whole point of this was to outline a way of storytelling and gameplay that was not what you would expect, is not how you would understand well, the story to be conveyed, right? I think that what it, I guess, is kind of jumping ahead a little bit in looking into the themes of that song that you end up hearing, the Jonathan Ang song, Ugh. I think it's subverting something exactly. there, and that is the idea of you as being a hero. I think I think this story was attempting to subvert that, but hmm. I don't think the gameplay itself was attempting to subvert anything. Interesting. I think uh, I missed that completely because I I thought the, the well, song was kind of corny and I didn't well, really you, pay attention. You die at the end. Yeah, you die at so the end. You're I just definitely did not, not a hero. You didn't defeat anything. Right. The song is singing to you that you're one in a million, and it's clearly ironic. Mm-hmm. If you look at the text, which I thought was super dope, that was scrolling along beneath it. Whenever it mentioned your name, it said bracket player two forty eight. Even the way that this. I think. Yeah, even the way that the song was transcribed indicates this idea that you're replaceable. No. You're not the one hero of this universe. Anna you're just is a 248. Player. You, the player, 249. Which is also an interesting little symbolism because it implies that you're next in line. Yep. Which is cool. Also kind of creepy. Yeah. Yep. There's This game has a lot to say. And I think a lot of it is attempting to subvert the idea of sort of the hero narrative. Maybe you guys knew what to expect going in. I, I, I kind of expected oh, no, either some kind of, either this is a game or this is a book. And what I experienced was n- mostly neither and both of those things at the same time. And mm-hmm. every step along the way, story-wise, and for the most puzzle-wise, especially in the beginning, I feel like whatever I was going in trying to expect the solution the story to be was taking left turns all over the place and i i from the very beginning i couldn't have told had any clue where the story was going with the possible exception of the the device descriptions that kind of led me right, to where they're kind of referencing story. the others yeah yeah but other than that I, I i had no clue where this thing was going i didn't either um i, and, I don't and, value that but one way or the other yeah actually but yeah like, you're right it can be an example of weak writing I don't know. Like, I feel like I, I, I feel the story was good. I think the game design, the puzzle creation, was weak. Uh, ooh, interesting. Okay, mm. what do you? But, which is over? what I'm trying to get at. Sorry. Okay. Okay. I feel like I finally realized what was happening with the game, which I think they did a really good job of with the first chapter, where I was kind of going through, and I like when I saw the left and right picture to start with. I immediately started trying to push them, and I was—I I didn't think of it as a puzzle. I was just like, "Oh, cool! They make you know—they make sounds. sounds. Yeah, cool. Okay, move on. Okay." And then like Next. I went, well, yeah, and I kept going. And then when I got finally, it was when you're the where you get the L and R um, sequence, and then where it said study authorization required. I was like, stud what? Oh, oh, there's a st- oh, got it. Well, let's, Puzzles. Let's, let's, okay, let's back up a second. You came into this game. You we played it together, and you mm-hmm. had played the first chapter on the plane, right? I started trying to, yeah, and, and you, I sh- it didn't sound to me like you were very keen on it at that point well i mean not really at first because part of me was like okay well i like when i got on the plane i even remember writing notes about it on my phone because i mean i was on the plane i didn't have wi-fi and part of me was my, the first thing that i thought for like the study requirement or authorization like that code that you put in i thought it had to do with either like a birth date or a whenever uh, leonardo da vinci or 
medicine died or something like right. that. He and was I was thinking. like, crap, I don't have the resources that I need right wow. now to like do this okay. research. And so I, I made notes about that. And I was like, okay, well, when I, you know, when I'm back, you know, I'm going to look this up and such. But the, the idea of me having to be in That's front of a computer, I wasn't too excited about because that, that was my mindset. Because you thought that there was something that you had to know outside of the game right. to solve it. And that, That's uh, basically where I came in. Once I started, I, I got up to the point and they started listening to the guy in the ear and he's like, these are the, f- the seven notes that you need. Well, it felt like seven notes at the time. Right, like, yeah. well, I, there's no way I'm going <laughs> to no memorize all these things. <laughs> Once I figure out what number you're talking about, I'm yeah. not, I don't know what the hell I'm going to write See, this my, down. I guess I, I come like, in with the... In the room where red meets yellow. In oh, a frame. Yes. In a frame, yes. So my favorite puzzle is actually the one close to the end where they are trying to tell you what the neighborhood looks like. Yeah. That was my favorite puzzle to Oh, to the solve. map? The yeah, map the map. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. It's like... It's a, a building with no roof, and it's a... a was, yeah. yeah. Classic logic puzzle. Yeah, yes. very cool. Agent A is here, and Agent B is here, and they're south, and whatever. Right. Yeah. Do you think that part of the reason why they didn't get more difficult was to not, I guess, dissuade people from finishing so, it? So... That was what I was going to say something. So you think that the, the reason that the difficulty of the puzzles stayed the same was so that people did the puzzles, but still went forward to yeah, right. finish like, the story. Like exactly. Like, I feel like at that point, the, the game was like, okay, you now get that this is a puzzle, but we still want you to figure out what the rest of the story is. Right. So, so story first and puzzle second. Maybe at the end, like the start of it was like, okay, we want you to feel like this is an actual puzzle game and you're going to be doing puzzles. Now that you you know that you're doing puzzles, let's focus on just like giving you story. If that was their intent, putting a puzzle that you needed to have three pieces of paper and a, you <laughs> know, a fucking advanced math degree to be able to figure out. Not really, I want to point out that well, um, at the very beginning, doesn't seem like that's a way to draw your. Fair. You set the bar and then you just coast. Because I, I mean, actually, on that note, yeah, the last chapter i believe before the device six like shut down i believe it's only one puzzle yeah and it's actually a pretty simple one i definitely felt the last one was, oh, pretty was easy. that last one um are you talking about the three things to get in the lighthouse because i think those are pretty easy yeah that actually yes that one was actually really easy too so the last one was the show oh the the co- code for the men's room the show the was my least favorite room. episode but i thought the story was really boring hmm. okay i didn't get into it yeah me neither i was like i don't care Mostly because it felt like each of the episodes were so separated that it was hard for me to follow any sort of overall plot. We're still yeah, talking about the same game, right? Which isn't yeah. really true. Actually, I would say that if the, if this game didn't have those questions in between each one, it would have felt a little bit better because, like, those, hmm. it kind of, like, for me, it kind of, like, took me out of the moment. Yeah. Like, for instance, like, one of them was, like, think about the last uh, chapter and hold here until the progress bar is filled. And I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> I, feel okay. like, funny. I feel like that was intentional. Like Esteban was saying, it's the, the point is to let you know that you are not Anna. Yes, yes. you're right. Suppose, yeah, yes. fair. There's definitely a you are not playing as I Anna. I just personally was not Yeah, I was not having it. I will. I, like, I, I want you are to be controlling Anna. Anna. My favorite ones were Because yes, she's me. got the device 4 and you've got device 6. Right. Yes. My favorite of those questions was for administrative purposes, please fill in five stars. <laughs> or five really hearts. <laughs> when they showed like a, towards in the epilogue when the guy with the baller hat was walking towards you like yep. the moment that i saw the baller hat, i was like i'm about to die yeah by the way that's a bowler hat although i do like baller hat i like baller much better baller yeah hat. my bad bowler, bowler. I, i've, I bowler I've heard it pronounced baller. baller that's a an egg corn has someone I'm else lost. in this room said egg corn 
An acorn is the name of a word that's like you've figured out backward, like an acorn oh. for acorn, or what's Got the it. other one? Old timer's disease. Oh my god, <sighs> that's funny. That's oh my god, that's bad. The name of that is an acorn. <laughs> Just funny. in case you're curious, I like that. that's funny. All right. That's good to know. But a baller hat would probably be an acorn, yeah. So I had asked Will this question earlier, uh, so I want to kind of go around. Which one was your favorite puzzle, Berto? In terms of just like just just your face. Okay, so the the one that honestly sticks out to me is the the mask, just because it was it was, that one was very that. cool. It was yeah. new, like it was like a it didn't require me. I mean, it required me to yeah go back and look at stuff, but it also was okay. Here's now something that that shows it makes a whole thing look different. It's not just like going back and referencing right. and <clears throat> seeing that. Mm-hmm. It's like here's stuff that you didn't see and you're now discovering it, which I thought was really cool. Right. Yeah, it was. I had to keep turning it on and off to figure out which letters were missing, but mm-hmm. yeah. Objectively, that one should have been my favorite, but the one that stands out the most is the Mama Bear, Papa Bear one. Oh, Just because of that. Did you guys. The sounds and everything, the way it was produced was so. You guys get to the audio cue where it's like, we're on to you, you little creep. I was like, oh, Jesus. That was probably one of my favorite little moments in the game. I was like, oh. Boy, that's me. Yeah, it's so creepy. Yeah. What about you, Brian? I don't know if I had a specific favorite. I guess if I had to pick something, I probably would agree with Roberto. The mask, the Venetian yeah, mask. But I don't know if anyone really stood out to me. I wonder if my being used to this text presentation style made me less needing to get used to the game's mystery presentation shtick. Also had a little less awe than the rest of us, I think. Yeah, I was like, okay, now I really just want to read House of Leaves, which is a way better story. <laughs> like, infinitely better. Mm. Which is another good question. I, I was curious about that. Did that leave me jaded? Probably. I understand there's another book. I wish I could remember more about it. It's funny because it's written by some big director or something. J.J. Abrams, S. Wow, you know the book I'm talking about, huh? Uh, wow. It's not written by Abrams, but he directed it, which probably he directed is a hallmark the book. of it being directed the book. So the book is, there's a book, which is like okay. a reference book, but then there is two people writing in the liners of the book. Yeah. Oh, and so I there's see. like a love story that's happening in the liner of this book as you read. Oh, the that's book. cool. Okay. So that's kind of what I was thinking of when you I, were describing House of Leaves earlier. Yeah, I should read S. I'm really a big fan of this idea of fiction that requires extra work because it really gets my brain going. I just really like it. I first read House of Leaves for a college class, actually, and it was very divisive in the class, but I just loved it. And it got me started on all the kind of books that I enjoy today, which are very much all the kind of up until Harry Potter. They were all the kind of the hard <laughs> work type of books. And okay. I find that very fulfilling. This is kind of a random tangent question, but... Oh, our- we don't do this here. No. Are either of those two books, like, quote-unquote, banned from being audiobooks since of yeah, the nature would, of their... Absolutely not. Not banned. I, I not wouldn't acceptable. say banned, just hard to translate. You would lose a tremendous amount well, no, of House of Leaves. That's why I'm wondering if they're like... Book. It's like if you turn Doom into a movie. It just wouldn't work. It, it, it was done. Even more I think that was that. precisely the point. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was terrible. Let's see if we can find it, though. Ebook, maybe? Oh, you can definitely find it on I mean, yeah, I could see It's the same medium. You would also not want this on an ebook unless you were reading on a tablet. Because right. the color so is extremely important. Okay. Like, you'd need crystal clear, like, rasterizing because of just how... Is there any feel to the pages? I don't remember. Ooh. There's definitely a lot of color. Oh, my God, I don't that would be remember. so trippy if there were, like, only certain letters that I read only a, popped out. And, oh, man, that would be so cool. I read a book I'm called bossing. How to Live... How to Survive in a... 
God damn it, what's the name of the book? It's like how to live in a science fiction... As, uh, the, the point of this game is this guy is a temporal mechanic. Mm-hmm. He goes <laughs> and fixes people who fuck up their timelines. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. wait. And this so familiar. over the course of the book, the, the book is like his field guide for how to live in this world, and it's given to him by a future copy of himself. That's hilarious and you figure out as you're reading the book he's describing the physical book that you're holding in your hand and there's there's like like one point in the book where he drops it and then um it hits the edge of a table and it's like it it scraped the cover of the book and if you pull open the leaf cover yeah yeah. the actual physical hard they put a scratch on the cover of the book you're like holy crap i think stuff like that that's so cool that's that would actually probably scare the shit what was the name of that paradox we we eventually because you 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 talked about this yeah there's there's a couple of different paradoxes one is the one where it's like like your information genesis or something yeah uh, but this is th- this one's slightly separate because the c- this thing had to be created from somewhere, but the only place it could have been created was in, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. loop, right? It, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's like the I don't know. Again, don't remember the exact name of the paradox, but it's something like the information genesis paradox or something so, like yeah. that. I think that if you enjoyed this, the the experience of reading in this game and how it was interactive in this way, you would do yourself a disservice not to go try House of Leaves. Get it from the library. It is House of Leaves. Extremely really interesting. Yep, and me too. It is, although I'm, it's, it's a, it's a difficult work to finish. I will not lie. It takes effort on you your part. It? Oh, of course. A little worried about reading that book and it being horror it's, themed as well. I'm not someone who gets jump scared and this isn't a I jump do. scare kind of book at all, but it is very, and again, I can describe the plot. It's about a house that's bigger but, on the inside yeah. than the outside. I was going to say, that doesn't you, sound scary. Well, no, I Sounds actually, like P.T., which is I was thinking, fucking scary. Yeah, I, was thinking, I was thinking P.T. and then also The Shining. Mm. The fact that like the ho- or the mansion hotel how, is alive. How, do they, how does that story go from the creepiness to the scariness? I feel like this story didn't manage that no, gap. No, not at again, all. I, I don't think did, that was a point either. But I think that this one is more... Maybe, I don't know. So I don't have the best memory. It's been... It was in 2008, I think, that I read that for the first and the only time. I've recommended it... So I'm very hesitant about recommendations, especially with books. I don't make them very often. I recommended to one of my friends this book in particular because she was talking about... She said something about the experience of reading or something. And anytime someone says those words, I'm like, House of Leaves. Because (laughs) it is... To me, it was that first thing that made me think, oh my gosh, books are more... Not only are books more than just the written word, but this book does something that no other medium could do. In well, I guess you could make a film about it, but it's you're still reading, but you're reading and you're seeing things, and that's really interesting to me. And uh, I recommended it to her, and four months later, it's like, hey, do you still have House of Leaves? And she's like, yeah, I opened it up. It wasn't very interesting. What's up? I just want to uh, read the from people on Amazon who bought this book also brought S and yep. Infinite Jest. Yes, so. <laughs> I also want to point out that am- people who also Nate. bought this book are Nate is basically what that's so, saying. Yeah. I didn't have that kind of insight at the time I found Infinite Jest. So. I'm shocked Pynchon isn't on there. That guy's an asshole. <laughs> also the familiar volume one. The familiar. So other Danielewski books apparently also follow this convention of being very much beyond just the written word, which I didn't even... I lost my copy of it. I really want to reread it. The moment I booted up this game, I was like... <gasps> House of Leaves I want to s- what in, I'm- in electronic form, pretty much. Yeah. House of Leaves yeah, in yeah, electronic yeah. form. Yeah, definitely. It? So one one technical gripe that I had with Device Six is that at least on Retina devices, it didn't look as good as it should have. 
I like it was that. obvious that it was not rendered for a retina device it looked grainy and blocky and jaggy like the text could have been a lot clearer that makes me wonder if so all the text you think is embedded as raster graphics yeah it's it's mm-hmm. yes 100 percent. it is Bummer. all rasterized was this game localized hmm i don't know because that would have been a nightmare. Yeah, well, that would have been ways, kind of It would have been easy in some ways, isn't as much as there's really just text, but you might change the, like, yeah, the block size. You brought up the guitarist. Yeah. It was not clear to me, was this like a guy who had another device in his head and he was being controlled? Or was question? this like a wax figurine so. from... No, it, this it was like a, a Madame Cousseau thing? No, he was, he was it, sweating. It was obviously real. Yeah, he, like, he was a real person sweating, but he did have a device on the back of his neck. Yep, um, which we also noticed. Yeah. Huh. It's creepy. But yeah, like she even touched Very. him to like figure out whether or not he was real or not and felt the sweat from like constant performing. So on that note, it's kind of almost like... He's kind of being That's tortured That's the stuff of death, my nor- nightmares, man. A little yeah. bit, mm-hmm. yeah. What do we all think of this? What was our experience? Esteban, what do you think? I think that Device 6 is a good departure from the regular style of games that we are all used to. It actually has some, at least in my mind, has some parallels to Gone Home, which is another game that I really liked a lot. Mm-hmm. Precisely because it puts the story front and center, and it kind of doesn't <laughs> let the yeah the game and the mechanics aspect of it get get in the way and 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 muddle the story at all. <laughs> um, yes. Mm-hmm. So I really liked it. I would also say that the puzzles could have been a little better. I don't know. Yeah. The ramp up to the puzzles was a little steep and then plateaued. So at the end of the day, I would give it a 7.5 out of 10. Yeah. That's my number. Will, do you have a direct rebuttal to that? The idea that the interface didn't get in the way of the story seems ludicrous to me. That's all I was (laughs) freaking out about. Of course. I think that as we were talking, kind of my idea, my opinion of this game finally came together. The story, it may be just that I wasn't smart enough to totally get it or wasn't drawn in both of those things. I wasn't really enthralled by the story. The puzzles I fought like hell to try and get into. And then once I got the first couple, the rest were like super easy. And so I felt like the puzzles were not designed in a very good way. I think it was interesting. I'm glad that we played it. It's refreshing to try something different. I just didn't think that... I think there was a lot of room for improvement. So I'm going to give Device 6 a 6. Hmm. All right. I thought that one was going to go a lot worse. Alberto, how about you? Honestly, I... (laughs) It's interesting. Talking about this more now, my rating for it definitely changed from when we were playing it uh, two nights ago, whenever that was. Was a 10, now a (laughs) 2. No, actually, it went up a little bit. I really liked how there were certain parts of the game where, like, not at first. At first, I didn't know where this was going. And then once I realized that it was a puzzle thing, part of me is kind of happy that the puzzles didn't get necessarily too much more complicated when I started playing this game. So I would also just say, for anyone that starts playing the game, don't play it with your phone plugged in and charging. It's, yeah. That's impossible. Well, it's... Well, it, was trying. And I was like, it's nope, not nope, impossible, nope. but it gets really annoying. It's just, it's like... Okay, the cable gets in the way. And I think that might have been the start of why I didn't really like it at 
the beginning once we it became a lot more fun and i actually although it was really annoying i did kind of like the fact that when there's a part where anna's actually what was that guy's name jonathan n Jonathan Eng. Eng. There we go. When he's singing and like she's yelling at him, like, don't ignore me. What's going on? Tell me. And he just keeps singing, like won't stop. And she's getting really annoyed with yeah, me. Yeah, robotically singing. That part, I was, I really related with that. I was like, okay, I want to get this puzzle solved just so I could stop he- hearing him because he's fucking annoying. Which is ironic because you'd think that I would like it less because of that. But for for whatever reason that I actually right, made like, like it a little man, bit it's more. just like me. No, no not, not quite that much. I did also like that this definitely was a little bit different than anything that we've done before. And I, mm-hmm. I like the experience of having that. I definitely, I went through, like I did like a speed run through after we finished playing it just to see if, you know, doing something different would either, like, if I did it quicker, if I got more points, short version, you don't. So play it once yeah, love yeah, that. No. you get it's the 600 same points ending and you can only even... spend it on the same thing and you have to spend it so you can't save <laughs> on up. the creepy doll yeah yep. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Thank like you one should be arriving even the place. ending has like a question mark like the end <laughs> so the end question mark jonathan colton reference i'm sure but, nice yeah so Joker. like play like if you if you want to like play a game do it it's fun it you know not too expensive you play it once and that's it like you don't need to play it again mm-hmm I would also give this a six. So for me, a lot of what I wanted to say actually was said by both Will and Alberto. I wanted to, you know, I I wanted to come into this podcast and just start, you know, railing on this game for a lot of things that were wrong with it. But, you know, I was interested in listening to what everybody had to say about things that they they thought and they liked. And it, it, it is an interesting game that and I, you know, a game that is something you can play once and you can, pl- you know, you can get something out of it. it. There's definitely little intricacies about the game and the way they do things like how you move through the game, through the text. And it's almost like you're playing like a storybook, almost like what Sony always envisioned the playbook to be way back when, when they were trying to get this, you know, whole interactive story stuff going, which was an interesting notion to do. I don't think they took it in necessarily the right direction but it's a mobile game so i don't know how much they you know how quickly they needed to get this out how much resources they had to put in it i don't know about the developer and you know did it feel incomplete to you that's the that's the thing is i don't know if it felt incomplete because of the fact that it to what i like to play this is not clearly a game for me so was it incomplete from my perspective? Yes, but I don't know if it necessarily is a quote-unquote incomplete game. I think there's definitely people that could say could play this. You know, obviously other people on this podcast have have mentioned that they got a fair amount out of it. So I, I think to a lot of people this could be a complete game, but it really wasn't for me. So it's not. It's a tough to, to judge certain things, but I do think a lot of what everybody said about the puzzles, I think maybe would have been easier for me if there was maybe like a prelude section, sort of a tutorial where they explained better how to do what they were expecting from the puzzles. I don't know if they were trying to just make it this way, but it made it tough to get into for me, and then thus I was not excited about keep about going forward, and it was just kind of, okay, finish this, and actually thankfully the puzzles weren't any harder going forward nate i think this is an interesting game and i really liked it for its 
I mean, I love text. I love typography. I love words. I love language. I love writing. I like all this kind of stuff. And so this is definitely a game that's kind of in my wheelhouse. I'm not usually a big mobile game fan. In fact, I'm never a big mobile game fan. I really like that this is a one and done game rather than something that bugs you every five minutes about how you need to come back and play it again. So this game is very satisfying in that there is very, very much a completion state. You beat the game. You learn the story. I, I like that. I felt that the story was pretty weak. I don't really like the episodic divisions, and I felt like the interludes between scenes, although they were really funny and I get what they're going for, and they, I think they further the, the whole kind of point of the game, which is this meta-awareness of what's going on and kind of reminding you that you're not really the hero. I appreciate all that, but I also felt that it took away from really what I wanted, which was to get involved in the story, and I think that a lot of that comes from what I'm taking into this experience, which is really that love of literature and that love of storytelling in slightly odd ways. And I think much to that end, I really was annoyed with the puzzles, and I would have enjoyed this much more if there were no puzzles. I wanted more story, and I would have been content with more priority being put on the story. I really liked the way the story was told, with the text, and the, just everything about it, really. I just felt like the puzzles were kind of the weak point. That being said, that if that were the case, why wouldn't I just read that in a book? So I think this game is kind of just great for what it is the story could have been a little stronger the puzzles could have been a little different sure all that sort of stuff but i think this is sort of an untapped market they're kind of forging new waters here so it's kind of hard to hold it against them when i've really never seen anything like this and it's my understanding that there really hasn't been anything else like this of the style especially not in the app store i think all that being said it's you know probably a seven out of ten i was curious about Simogo's past history and what other games they've released, if any of them were in this text adventure style, and the answer to that is no. Their first few games were very cutesy, the game after that was kind of dark and about like a year-long walk, which is apparently a tradition in Sweden, don't know a lot about that culturally, and then they have an upcoming game that they have a podcast that leads up to, it's a four-part mystery adventure story called The Lighthouse Painting, it's on the app, or the uh, podcast store. And the upcoming game is called The Sailor's Dream, I think? I could be wrong. It's a more open-world sort of adventure game. So this is apparently unique even within their sort of wheelhouse. I think that's about all I would want to say about it, though. Definitely check out House of Leaves if the way that this story was told intrigued you and you feel like you might be willing to work a little bit to read. I think you might really like that. This brings us to the end of another awesome episode of the Emotive Pixels podcast. If you want more from us, you can find us on iTunes and at our webpage, www.emotivepixelspodcast.com. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash emotivepixels, or follow us on Twitter at emotivepixels. And as always, keep, keep on, on playing. playing.